You are a sight for sore eyes. We have missed you. Welcome back. Good to have you here. Now, Christianity, as it happens, is no spectator sport. It requires our participation. Today, it requires your participation. To that end, I invite you to finish these sentences, just shouting out the words. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was a dark and stormy a long time ago in a galaxy. All happy families are alike. Each unhappy family is unhappy. In its own way. All right. <laughs> My mama always said life was like a box of chocolates. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Well done. Well done, you lovers of story. On this Easter day, I am reminded that our Christian faith is not primarily a set of beliefs, not primarily a collection of ideas or propositions, not even a set of creeds. Rather, we are inheritors and stewards of a story, a particular story, a shining story replete with angels and animals, with despotic Herods and gentle Josephs, with strong women, stargazers, and prophets. The story of God assuming flesh, being born in a stable. The story of heaven coming to earth. The story of a peasant child who would become the Prince of Peace. The story of the lost being found, the guilty forgiven, prison doors bursting open, and the dead our beloved dead, your beloved dead, rising to new life in God's transcendent love. The Christian story is not, however, a once and done, happily ever after story. It's not over, not yet. It is the unfolding story of an ongoing drama that matters, deeply matters. It is the real-life drama in which the forces of good and evil are joined and the stakes are high. And it is the story in which you are I, you and I, we are asked to play our part. We are asked by God to take the side of the good, the side of peace in a violent world, the side of mercy in a vengeful world, the side of warmth in a sneering world the side of the poor in a world that prizes wealth, and the side of the downtrodden in a world vicious with power. To take our part in this story, we Christians train, practice, strengthen and ready ourselves for the race of faith, much as you athletes ready yourselves for your race. As athletes, you get outfitted with the right equipment. I see it being sold up and down the streets these days energy gel, hydration vest, GPS, running watch, and the all-important shoe equipment. For Christians, the necessary equipment includes the bread and cup of Christ's communion table, the waters of baptism, and not least the biblical stories, stories by which we acquaint ourselves with the God of Jesus. For Christians, as for athletes, there is repetition in our preparations. We repeat the same practices over and over and over again. 
Our version of stretching and warming up, coming to church, tasting the sacred bread and drinking of the sacred cup, praying, practicing generosity, practicing forgiveness, and not least immersing ourselves in the same stories. We do so seeking to build up our moral and spiritual muscles to ready ourselves for when the going gets tough, to test ourselves that we might represent our God with integrity. Of course, there's differences between Christians and marathoners. You runners are forever training for the next race. Christians, on the other hand, are never not being put to the test. Our whole lives are lived out in the contest between good and evil, indifference and engagement, mercy and justice, courage and cowardice. We are asked to take God's side in every encounter, in the course of every day, with every thought we think, every word that comes out of our mouths, in every deed done or left undone. Fortunately, unlike runners who compete against a quite merciless time clock, we run our race of faith in the presence of a kindly and forgiving God. Somebody say amen. amen. A God, moreover, and are you ready for this? A God who has transformed the finish line of life into a doorway into heaven. This is our story. This is our Easter faith. And to shift the metaphor a bit, at Old South Church, we have been running this race of faith since our founding in 1669. That is, for over 352 years. And although we have been at it for over three and a half centuries, we don't view what we do as a marathon, not even as an ultra-marathon. Rather, we understand ourselves to be participants in a relay race. Twelve generations of Old Southers have each carried the baton. Each succeeding generation has grasped the baton and run with it, each taking their turn, each generation taking their part, each succeeding generation authoring a new chapter in the ongoing drama of good and evil, oppression and freedom, justice and mercy. As I head into retirement, I have a personal word to say to you, you passionate pavement pounders. Having run a leg of this race with you has been a very special delight. You have helped to write a story, a chapter in the story of Old South Church. You have changed us and you've changed me, to which I say, thanks be to God and amen. Now, finish these sentences. If God is for us, who can be? Now abide faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. And finally, may the force be with you and also with you.